Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rico. Talk Recorded live. We're glad to be able to co-labor with God regarding your destiny and the destiny of those that are plugged into our ministry all over the city and the church universal. We simply want to come into agreement with what God is doing in the earth. You know, God is sovereign. And there are some things that are going to happen because God says it's going to happen. However, we have a choice on whether or not we're going to come into agreement with what God has ordained for our lives. You know, many of us have been taught that if you don't do what God wants you to do, he's going to make you do this. And they give you all of this stuff, right? And in a way, it's enabling us to take our time. You know, you can just do whatever you're going to do, and somehow God's going to hop in the middle of your mess and make you be what he called you to be, all these things, right? The truth of the matter is you can die and never complete what God has called you to do because of disobedience. He will never violate your will. And most of the time, the things that you're suffering, it's not because God is causing them. So he can make you do what he wants you to do. No. Life apart from God can be a little miserable if you've ever experienced that kind of life. So, our existence on this earth has punishment for sin already part of our existence. If you've ever parented, you realize that sometimes the consequences of what our children get into is greater than anything that we possibly could do to them. Well, the same way with a sinful life. The consequences, whether you tie, connect the dots or not, are a result of a sinful lifestyle. Not the result of a God trying to make you do what you don't want to do, If you've ever parented, you can have a stiff-necked, hard-head child that you can be, do all these other negative things to, because I think a lot of what we do in terms of how we parent is 
very negative. Not that I don't believe that you shouldn't spank children, but all right, this is my sidebar. Anybody knows me, I'm subject to make a turn every now and then. I believe the way we parent has a lot to do with having a slave mentality. We beat our children. We are constantly cursing, pushing, making them too afraid to live because we want everything under our control. And that comes from a time that if our children were out of control, it may have cost them their lives. Plus, we continue to perpetuate sin. The sins of the father will be on the son for four generations. And we don't realize that we are hundreds of years removed from slavery, but we continue to create slave mentality within our culture. Some of it comes in how we parent our children. So for those of you who have children or grandchildren, begin to pray and ask God. Because God doesn't parent us that way. And I think some of our attitude about God punishing us has nothing to do with the truth of the word. Nonbelievers are punished, but they're not punished because God is punishing them. When the children of Israel went into slavery, they didn't go into slavery because God was punishing them. They went into bondage because of disobedience. They went into bondage because they they chose to ignore God. So what I'm trying to communicate this morning is God is sovereign. And the earth is on the timetable. Jesus came in the fullness of time. He will return in the fullness of time. And we have a decision to make. Are we going to be part of that church if he were to return tomorrow that is occupying in faith till he comes? Now, if he comes and we're not there, We just will have missed our blessing. That's the consequence of sin. So if you're waiting on God to swoop in and force you to change your mind, we have very little history behind that. When I say history, I mean biblical recorded examples of God swooping in and making a man change his mind. In fact, Jesus said, for freedom's sake, I've set you free. And that is Philippians. No, Galatians 5.1. I don't have the translation of that, but I'll read it 
I'll read it out of um It says, the Messiah has set us free so that we may enjoy the benefits of freedom. So keep on standing firm in it and stop putting yourself under the yoke of slavery again. Living in bondage is choice, not Actually experiencing the fullness of Christ in us is our choice. What I love about my daddy, and good parents are like this, they give you all the tools necessary to live your richest and highest best. I know we all have not been parented like that. And some of us are still scrambling to try to put together who we really are. Well, take your parents off the hook because they could only do what they knew how to do. But if you're under the sound of my voice, you have alternatives. You have a choice to make. Because guess what? The one who reparents you is the master of the universe. He has now adopted you into the beloved. He has given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. Unfortunately, that makes you without excuse. So if you choose not to live your riches and highest best, It's your choice. I know life has been rough, but it was a little rough on Jesus. But Jesus had a mindset to finish the course, to do the will of his father. He also realized that this is no longer his home. Heaven was his home. And that he was only here to do the will of his father who sent him. Now, they tell me that ultimately this will be our home. However, when we return again, or if we happen to be among those who make the exchange, whatever you believe, pre-post, mid-trip, no-trip, whatever you and Holy Spirit believe. I don't argue theology with anyone because my theology is if we can get it in order from the time we're born again to the time we leave, then whatever else has to happen, it's going to happen. Because that's part of his sovereign plan. If I can live right, obey him, accomplish the work for which he has called me to, I will be in the right place doing the right thing, whether it's mid, post, pre-trip, or some people are even saying it's not going to look like that at all. 
I just want to do that part that secures my eternity. Yes. So the key this morning, and the reason we gather to pray, is so that we can come in agreement with Holy Spirit, because as a good father, he's given us his very spirit. He's given us Holy Spirit to teach, train us on how to live and how to exist as ambassadors of God's kingdom. We have been adopted into the beloved. He's given us the resources of heaven and earth in order to accomplish his plan and his purpose through us. You see, before the foundation of the world, he knew us. While we were in our mother's womb, he knew us. We're not accidents. On the surface, some of us may appear to be byproducts of sin, but if you've ever tried to conceive a baby, life comes when life comes. We're not an accident in God's heart and his mind. We may have been treated like accidents. We may have been mismanaged. And we may have mismanaged ourselves. But today, (laughs) we have the mind of Christ. And we come in agreement to trust God for the next in each of our lives. It's not a man that he should lie. It's time to get a new image of God. Picture a loving father that you can run home to and say, Daddy, Daddy, guess what? Guess what happened in school today? Guess what I want to be when I grow up? Daddy, daddy, can I have that? Daddy, I've had a hard day. Can I just sing or laugh? Can we talk about our day? Know that you won't be abused, hurt or misused? Picture that kind of father who loves you, who cares for you unconditionally, who only wants the best for you. He doesn't discipline you harshly, curse you out, make you do stuff without understanding. He says, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, I will make them white as snow. Hmm. I'm thinking, what would our children's lives be like if we had that kind of heart toward them? 
that we weren't trying to punish them. Force them. Make them. Some of our children, by the time they're an adult, they don't have a mind of their own at all. And we continue to control them. They continue to resent us. Some of us need to repent for the way we parented. Because just like with us, we turned around and did the same thing to our children, maybe from a different approach, because it was the only way that we knew. And our churches can be harsh, unkind, and unloving. Because pastors parent the way they were parented until God reparents them. Father God, help us as your body. Learn how to live a new life. Filled with your agape love. Father, you set us free. You told the Galatians, don't go back into bondage. Don't start observing this rule, that rule, this law, that law. Just be led by Holy Spirit. Those that are led by Holy Spirit, they will be called the sons of God. Rules and regulations cause arrested development when they hinder freedom to choose. Father, that's one of the great things about this country in theory. We have the freedom to choose, not to murder, not to steal, not to kill or destroy. That's never an option. That's Satan's kingdom. We have the freedom to choose love. We have the freedom to walk in love and its many facets. We have the freedom to choose Holy Spirit. We have the freedom to no longer live according to the dictates of the flesh, but choose the way of the Spirit instead. Father, some of us have been waiting on you to beat beat it out of us. Curse us because of it. 
And often we find our sisters and brothers in Christ acting towards us the way we expect them to act because of the choices that we've made. And we say things like they don't understand. And we say things like, God, you understand. But we recognize this morning that they may not understand, but God, you know. And you have said that we are to choose life. You said there are blessings and there are curses. And then you gave us the answer. You said there's life and then there's death. Then you gave us the answer. Because you love us so much that you want us to get the right answer. That's the kind of father you are. You spread a table before us in the presence of our enemy. Everything that we need to live a transformed life is on that table. And you call us to come eat. This is the bread of life. This is what I've prepared to sustain you. To cause your enemies to be your footstool. When all of the universe, when they're watching, I am your Jehovah Nisi. I am your banner, says the Lord. When the enemy comes in like a flood, I lift up a standard against him. The banner has been raised. You have been called to the table of blessing. For my banner over you is love, says the Lord. I love you with an everlasting love. I never cursed you or abused you or punished you. My table is spread with love, mercy, and grace. Out from among them and be ye made separate, says the Lord. You choose. For your freedom's sake, I've set you free. Free to make the right choice. Free to be led by Holy Spirit. Free to negotiate past sin, past abuse. For freedom's sake, 
I've set you free. Not only have I set you free, but I realize the pain of your past. And though you may have perpetuated it on the lives of those around you, the sins of the Father will be on the Son for four generations. But I have come to give you life for a thousand generations to break the chains of bondage. But you must choose freedom, freedom from the yoke of the oppressor, Father God, your word says for us not to be fools. God is not mocked. We reap what we sow. So, Father, forgive us for the mental games that we play with ourselves and each other so that we can continue in sin, knowing full well the truth of your word. Father, today we recognize that we are not we are without excuse. For if we truly lean, trust, and rely on you, that we have access to everything that Christ purchased for us on Calvary. Father, we repent, turn, change. from the direction that we are going. Some of us just take one big giant step to the right to get on the path in our lane in order to fulfill destiny this morning. Lord, we ask you to forgive us for sins of omission and commission, things that we do, and we may not be as aware, and things that we do knowingly. We ask you to forgive us, and we thank you, Heavenly Father, for brand new mercies this morning. As we forgive others, Lord, we decree, let your kingdom come, your will be done. That what you have planned, that what you have purposed, let it be established in the earth. Let it begin with us, God. Presenting our bodies a living sacrifice, holy unto you, completely unto you, God. That's the least we could do for so great a salvation, a salvation that doesn't just snatch us out of hell, Father. That's a that's a good thing. But we thank you for a salvation that means that we can be whole and complete, lacking nothing, delivered, set free, healed, and prosperous, God. And for that person, who has suffered a financial loss. We caught the thief. We know who he is. And because he messed with your money, 
He's got to pay a return on what he stole seven times. Father, we thank you for your laws, for they have created perpetual wealth. And we choose to tap into them this morning. We are no longer enslaved in our mindset because he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. We're not in bondage Mm. to a mindset of poverty and lack and barely having enough and make do, settling. We're no longer master lemonade makers, God. So much so that we draw lemons into our lane and then try to figure out how to make it into the promise that we know that you have given us, God. We recognize you, Father. We recognize that you are our provision. The Donald Trumps of the world have nothing on you. You created a world where every living person, if the world was mined according to your provision, every man living would be worth $5 million. It was never your heart, never your desire that men would be impoverished, even though you knew we would always have poor among us. But that ought not be us. For it is your desire that we prosper and be in health as our mind, will, emotion, and intellect prospers as we allow the breath of life, the light of God to illuminate our soul, Father, the end result ought to be a prosperous soul, living a prosperous life that reflects you, Father. No, we're not talking about name it and claim it. We're talking about walking into the destiny that God has ordained for us. For therein lies the richness of our created being. You said to seek first the kingdom of God and everything we need would be added to us. Father, we're not to lust after the things of the world. That's not what this is all about. This is about seeking you with all of our heart and all of our mind and all of our soul. Loving you, Father. Loving you more than we want to stay in the mess that we're in. Loving you more than we want to live a prideful life 
refusing to bow to you, God. You see, an impoverished man can be as proud and arrogant as a rich man. But the end for them both are the same. They will miss the mark that you have ordained for them. For you try the hearts, God. You let us see what we're made of. And then you give us a choice. Father, we thank you. We thank you for freedom. Today we choose life, God. Your abundant life. We choose healing, Father. No more, Father, will we cleave to our sicknesses. Some of us have allowed our sickness to be the reason that we refuse to change and to let you have full authority over our lives. Many of us have chosen poverty, God. We were not conscious of it. But, Father, this morning we recognize that without a renewed mind, a mind that is not spirit control, is enmity against you. So, Father, everything in us that plays mind games, where we read some scriptures, or take a scripture and twist it around to make it mean what we want it to mean. Father, today, we uncover that deception. And we realize the truth of our reality with you. I just opened my eyes and I looked around me and I heard Holy Spirit say to me, anything that's in your life that doesn't look like me is because you have chosen it, Sherelle. Anything in your life that is my destiny for you. You can choose again. Repentance is choose again. Then having made the choice, move in another direction.
We thank you, Abba Father, as we decree your word over our life, as we allow Holy Spirit to move in our life, everything shifts and aligns itself with your truth. We are world overcomers because we're born of God. We represent you well, Father. We are your workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus. Father, we recognize you're all the while at work in us, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. So, Father, we keep ourselves. We choose love and light, and the one touches us not. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Therefore, we will not be moved. We are on a forceful advance, Father, a mighty army, God. Ah, we are on the offensive, God. We're not running defense. Father, we have grown up. And we've made our decision. And we recognize, Father, when we have your mind, we have the helmet of salvation. We have your heart. We have the breastplate of righteousness. We know who you are and whose we are, Father. We have our loins girded about in truth. Hallelujah. We have our feet shod in the preparation of the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. Wherever we walk, we decree peace be still, and it begins even in our home, even in our place of dwelling. Peace be still. We have our shield of faith to protect us from the fiery darts of the enemy that would try to come against us and remind us of where we've been. Today we realize we no longer have to receive those. We have faith in the one who has proven himself faithful from generation to generation. You are God. We thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. You have never lost a battle. You are mighty God. You're all-knowing, all-seeing, all-existing. God, you are Jehovah Shammah. You are a God that's there. You are right now, God. We thank you. You're El Shaddai. You are the multi-breasted one. You feed and nourish us. As we grow in you, God, you give us everything that pertains to life and godliness so that we can grow in you in the fear and the admonition of an awesome, almighty God. We love you. We are your children. You are Abba, Father, Daddy. We thank you. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are our healer. We thank you that you heal us, Lord. Hallelujah. You are the I am that I am, and there is no other God before, beside you. You are higher. You be. Hallelujah. You step into our existence. 
and you create the atmosphere needful for us to achieve our richest and highest best through you. Father God, we give you glory. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are not just our provider. You are our provision, Father. We embrace you, God. Hallelujah. Moses had to extend the rod, but Joshua, he just stepped into the water. A priest unto you, God. And we are kings and priests unto our God. And when we step into an atmosphere, we bring all of heaven into that place, God. No longer will we be in a corner afraid. Whatever you say we can have, God, we can have. We break all of the the ceilings, the invisible ceilings that have held us captive, those things that the enemy says, oh, you you can have this, but you can't have this. God, what do you say we can have? Where do you say we can go? For, Father, if we need to go to another country, We don't even have to buy a plane ticket. All we have to do is believe you for what you have promised us, and you will get us there whether you have to translate us or have somebody give us a ticket. God, you are a great God, an awesome God, a loving God, a kind God. When the widow was impoverished, you told her to go get vessels from her neighbors. God, you just didn't make her rich. But every vessel that was given to her, I'm sure daddy got a return on their investment because that is your nature and that is the heart of them that follow you. I don't know. Because it's not in the story. But I can only imagine that as you began to pour the oil, which represented wealth, into each of those vessels, everybody was blessed in the community because of the prosperity that came because one person decided to believe you and to trust you, and they stood in the gap. Hallelujah. They gathered vessels together. Father, I thank you for a church that knows how to gather the vessels together to stand into the gap in the gap for those that are needful, Father, to produce wealth so that there will be a return on an investment. Father, we praise you and we thank you for prosperity, business acumen. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the richness that is in our life, Lord. The richness that is in our communities, God. The vessels that are empty, that need the oil, the anointing, the very presence and power of God. Ah, I hear it for the first time. Maybe some of you have heard this before, but I hear the vessels, that the oil was poured into the vessels. In the Old Testament, the oil represented wealth. But the oil in the New Testament represents anointing. As the vessels are filled with the anointing, the very presence, the very power of God, 
then wealth is an end result. Why? Because prosperity is our father's nature. That's why he sits on thrones of gems. His streets are paved with gold. His gates are pearl. It is just his nature. It should be our nature, God. Even if we're driving a hoopty, it's just where we are, but it's not our nature. Even if where we live is broken, it might be where we are today, but it's not our nature. When I was a little girl, we lived in poverty. Anyone knows my testimony knows where I came from. But my mama used to always say, girl, where did you come from? And who do you think you are? God was changing my nature. And every now and again, my husband looks at me and says, who do you think you are? God has been changing my nature. So no matter where I lived, whether it was in a shanty with no running water, with no outhouse, or whether it was in the hood, it was never in me. And where I am now, it's not the final story. Why? Because the richest, the richness of who my father is is in my belly. And as I unblock the blessings, out of my belly will flow rivers of living water. Everywhere living water goes, life is produced. Oh, yeah, we just box up the word. And we use it the way we want to use it. And maybe some of you are saying, I I do too. And the truth of the matter is, I do use it the way I feel like Holy Spirit is telling me I have rights to do. Father God, help us not limit you. Help us not limit you to what we've learned in the past. Let us see you in the fullness of who you are. Oh, the economy may shift. It may change at the next election. It won't be the first nation that elected and put a leader over them. Oh, I'm not going to get too deep with this because this is personal choice, but the bottom line is this. No matter who is over this country, no matter what economic decisions they make, heaven is our home. And everything that we have, we make an exchange in the bank of heaven. That's why you said to store up treasure in heaven. Our social economic system cannot undo the bank of heaven. They tell me that some of 
the greatest businesses came out of the depression. Most of them ran by Christians. Why? Because the bank of heaven is not limited to a political party or an election. We have to stop living like we're electing Jesus. He's already seated at the right hand of our Father. And he said, it's finished. I've done it. I've given you everything that you need. It's time for us to live like we're from another world, another kingdom. Whether we're in America, Africa, South America, let me not say too much because I don't know geography very well, India, wherever we are, God, you are there. And Father God, for that villager, that has heaven in his belly. And he sees all around him poverty. Father God, I speak over his life in the name of Jesus. I come into agreement with the vision that you're giving him to transform his village and his people. I come in agreement with the resources that are needful. I call him into government, God, that you are paving a way for his voice in his country that will shift and change the economic situation, not just for his home, not just for his village, but that you would use him to begin to transform his country, his nation, Father God, I don't know who this young man is, God. But I ask you to send laborers across his path and make provisions for his life. I see him praying and calling out to you, God. And I know that you are a God that answers. I see a portal over his head, Father. The angels are ascending and descending over his life, God. Hallelujah. So this morning I agree with heaven for his destiny and his purpose. May it be established, God, that the kingdom of God will be advanced even in a country that does not know you, Father. Hallelujah. Father God, we praise you, we magnify you, we glorify you, Lord. We worship and adore you, God. There is nothing too difficult for you. There is nothing that you cannot do, God. We come in agreement with heaven. Let your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom, Lord, is an everlasting kingdom, 
and your kingdom will have no end. We come into agreement with you, Father, this morning. We thank you for the advancement of the kingdom of God. Lord, there are places in this world that men and women cannot assemble. Lord, we pray for the church universal. We thank you for the fire of your Holy Spirit beginning to burn throughout our nation and the world. We pray for those that are facing firing squads this morning, God. Father, we ask for their lives. But if the sacrifice of their life is needful, God, let it be in vain. Father God, we praise you and we thank you, God. We ask for the lives of those that are imprisoning the prisoners. We ask for household salvation. We ask that eyes would be open. The blinders of the evil genius would be removed from their eyes that they can see truth. We ask for hearts to be changed. Just as it was with Paul. The lives of men and women, the jailers that were there, who gave their life to Jesus because of the stand that Paul made. Let it be so all over this world, Father. Father, we thank you that we're in a country where we're free to assemble. But to whom much is given, much is required. Let us not take it for granted. We struggle, Father, with even being obedient to you because we have so much. There are those all over the world that know that all they have is you. Father. We need to thirst and hunger after righteousness. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us for wanting the dainties of this world instead of your presence in our life. Many of us couldn't face a firing squad because we're too compromised. Father, we can't even go out of our house without being seduced by the enemy. Deliver us, God. Deliver the church in America. Set her free, God. Cause her to wake unto righteousness. And stop playing religious games that have nothing to do with the reality of who you are. 
Father, we pray for your church in this country. She is blind and naked and doesn't even know it. She wants to go to the rest of the world and perpetuate her superiority when the truth of the matter is she doesn't live in the love. She doesn't live the life that she says she does. Help us, God. Help us in our local assemblies. Help us in our homes, God. Not just to be religious or talk Christianese. Not just to clean the outside of the cup when we know that inside is putrid and vile. Father, we want the inside clean, too, this morning. And, Lord, we're coming to the end of our hour. I apologize to those of you I didn't ask if there were prayer requests. If there is a prayer request, please let me know at this time. If not, I'm going to go ahead and close. Again, I usually stop and ask people. Uh, for prayer requests. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you know the need of everybody on this line. Father, you know their needs better than they know because you know the end from the beginning. So, Father, I thank you that every need on this line is met in the name of Jesus. Everything in their heart that they're carrying, I thank you, Father God, that you hear and you know. And we come in agreement with one another for the purposes of God in our life, in our sphere of influence, our homes, our communities, on our job. We decree, let your kingdom come, your will be done in our lives. I thank you for favor this today. Favor would rest upon them. I thank you for healing. I thank you, Father, they are your deliverers. I thank you that they go into the highways and byways bring deliverance and healing in their sphere of influence, mind, body, and spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. This has been Overflowing Life Prayer Community. We're here Tuesday through Friday to pray with you and to pray for you. This morning I didn't do a good job of that If you have a prayer request, you can text it to 317-427-8953. Or while we're online, you can actually go in. We have a chat line going, and you can enter your prayer request. But until tomorrow morning at 630, thank you for joining us, and have a blessed and wonderful day. In Jesus' name, amen.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.